morning, Rabbi. Say welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summerson community, Kailo of Summerson, Philadelphia. And we are continuing over here with Evan Schlema, the sixth parak, and we're up to the sixth simon. Vav, Vav, but it's not the sixth day of the week. That would have been really cool. But it's the fifth day of the week. So on the fifth day, the Yom Chamishi, we have Perik Shishi and Simon Shishi over here. And we're continuing here in the Perik of Chinuch, where the Gain discusses ins and outs, approaches, methods, and techniques to proper childing, child rearing, rather, child raising and parenting. And let's see what he says over here in Vav, Lamarzen. Let's see. Vav. What, that which a person, let's see, the guy begins his, his thoughts in, 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 uh, in an area which is not immediately about Chenuch, but he's going to bring this back to Chenuch. He begins this discussion with, with an observation and an insight into Limit Atar, into learning, Torah study. So says the guy, that which a person is medactic belimudai, is medactic, is meticulous, very meticulous in his learning, learns with, with scrutiny, diktuk, <coughs> that assists him, it helps him work on his own character traits, helps him work on his midos, works, helps him work on his conduct and behavior, how he acts and conducts himself. All the more so, this will be effective when a person is medactic in his learning, learns carefully and meticulously when he is younger. That will give him even more protection from the Yetzirah. Okay. He's telling us a fact, Yesoid over here, that if you want protection against the Yetzir Hara, even as an adult, so if you're medactic, if you're careful with your learning, very careful with your learning, that gives you a certain assistance against the Yetzir Hara. The Yetzir Hara, which is trying to give you shlechtamitis, bad mitis, maisim ro'im, bad maisim, as opposed to maisim taifim. So learning with meticulousness helps you work on those meters and work them out. If that's the case, so all the more so when you, when you, when you uh, apply that to a child, you give that over to a child, you have a child learn properly. The Yetzirah has no power over him. Now note that the Gain shifts and his language changes things up a little bit. When it came to the adult, he's obviously beginning discussing the adult in the beginning of this paragraph, in the beginning of this thought, Masha Adam, Metactic Bluma, us, we, as adults, we're already beyond our developmental formative years. Nevertheless, if we as adults learn with Diktuk, our Metactic, so that will help us with Tikkun Hamidus and Maisim Taivim. So, what we get, the benefit that we get from learning carefully, learning with care and precision, is an assistance with working on our Midas, assistance with Maisim Taivim. With the child, says the guy, the Yetzirah doesn't have any Shlita over it. It makes him impervious to the Yetzirah. That's obviously a much higher level, a much higher Madrega, and which makes a lot of sense. This goes hand in hand with the guy that we saw the other day, that, that, um, with a child, you have the ability to condition them, to train them, and to get rid of the Yetzirah when it's still just a peel, 
a mere peel that can be peeled off, pliable and soft and easily removed, before it becomes a husk, a a, a encasement, which is with us. So the the, the taking that muscle, that analogy a step further, when you're already encased with the Yitzhar, you have to fight, you have to battle it, you have to make tikkunim, you have to work out your midas, and, and, and you have to try to switch over your maizim roim into maizim toivim, but you're, you're already encased, you're surrounded by this Yitzhar. So there's a battle, that's tikkun amidas. A child has the ability to never become encased with this, and yet the Yitzhar is... is um, Directing him, the Yitzhahara is is urging him to do certain things. As we said, all ch- children are dysregulated and unregulated and defiant. So there's a the Yitzhahara there. But if you nip it in the bud, if you get a child to be trained properly, then that peel comes off very easily. And down the road, the Yitzhahara doesn't have any shlita. Their battles are different battles. Their 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 uh, engagements with the Yitzhahara are very very different, in that they've already established and asserted self control. So that that's an amazing insight into why it's so important. Again, the smach bachur bimei bachur secho, as the pasuk says, take advantage of your youthful years. And we as parents, even if it's too late for us, perhaps, we have to help our kids take advantage of their youth and their youthful years. And and the Yitzhahara becomes a whole different ballpark, that, that, that battle with the Yitzhahara, when we have attention given to it and, 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 and the, the, the groundwork laid when a child is younger makes him much more impervious to the Yitzhahara. And his battles when he's older are different kinds of battles, but not letting the Yitzhahara in as opposed to fighting with the Yitzhahara, grappling and wrestling with the Yitzhahara. Okay, so that, that we see that difference immediately. Um, this is how the guy phrases this. An adult, when he is medactic, when he, when he, and he's very precise in his learning, he learns carefully, meticulously, that helps him battle the Yitzhahara, tikkun hamidus, to, to put straight what has been bent and what has become crooked. And when you help your kids with that, the Yitzhahara won't even mishoylet acherkach. It gives them not just a, a victory, it gives them resistance, resistance to the Yitzhahara. Baal Ze'amruz continues the Vilna Goyin. Um, the Gemara says, That a child who we strengthen in his youth, the, the Gemara says um, that uh, the Gemara ostensibly is talking about diet and, and nutrition, making sure your kids eat properly, and and it's not even talking about kids on the surface. It's ostensibly talking about someone who eats. The guy is only quoting like a fraction of this Gemara. The Gemara says, if you eat properly in the morning, um, and you follow this this diet plan of, of, of giving yourself a nutritious start to your day, your friends will chase after you. They won't be able to catch up to you. So the guy is understanding the Gemara allegorically. It's a very interesting take on the Gemara. He says... Like this, well, how's he understanding the Gemara? What does it mean to start off your day with a nutritious breakfast? He's understanding that allegorically, I mean, the child um, in the beginning of his developments, his nutritious breakfast is getting him a regimen and a diet of learning with, with, with continuing with how the guy start off with diktuk, learning properly, feed him and, and, and stuff him with limarat taira. Breakfast, meaning in the beginning of his career when he's when he's still a child. And what does it mean? That's reference to the Yetzir Hara. The Yetzir Hara um, is going to be chasing after him. Yetzir Hara was trying to be his haver, was trying to engage with his child, is trying to tempt his child, will run after, pursue him, so he won't be able to catch up to him. And that's the idea of that what Limit gives us 
when we're older, it gives us the ability to fight the Yitzhahara. It gives the child even more, uh, uh, you know, uh, weaponry against the Yitzhahara. It makes him resistant to the Yitzhahara. It's not even a, bat- a battle. He's able to escape the Yitzhahara. As the guy said, the Yitzhahara doesn't have any shlita over him in that he's already developed a, a resistance through you training him and teaching him, exposing him to Torah in his youth, that puts him one step ahead of the game, one step ahead of the Yetzirah. Um The the uh, the Midas don't need to need to be strained out. You don't need a tikkun on the Midas because he's one step ahead of the Yetzirah. He's established firmly in a place where he has natural immunities, natural resistance, and his battle is just is not a battle. It's his his avoid is about retaining that control, and remaining in control, as opposed to the avoid of the adult who is. Getting this later in life, uh, his avoid is, is a battle. Is a battle. He has, does not, did not develop those resistances. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's finish the paragraph. Now come back to the beginning. Says the guy. Therefore, you have to train your kids when they're young. When they're young, we want to give them these immunities. We want to give them this vaccination against the Yitzhahara, which for us, again, later in life, it's just a booster shot. It gives us strength against the Yitzhahara, but we're already battling the Yitzhahara. When you give it to your child, it's a vaccination, it's an inoculation. It makes them resistant to the Yitzhahara. So how do you do that? Make sure when they're younger, you have to be to learn, excuse me, for the right reasons, for the sake of heaven, for the glory of the Torah itself. Train your children. you got to learn L'Shem Shemayim. V'al yashkiach ala oimrim k'yanar ein sarach Says the guy, ignore the, those who will tell you that, nah, it's okay, you know, you just got to get, don't, don't worry about training your kids to learn L'Shem Shemaim. That's not so important. Says the guy, ignore those people. Chas v'shalom, ad-rabba, chanoich l'anar al-pidarkoi, gam kiyazkin lo yasrimi, man of the Pasuk says, you have to, you have to train the child when he's younger in in, 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 in the areas that he's capable of being trained in. You have to, he's a, he's a, a blank slate when he's younger. He, he's he's uh, not yet um, in, in the, the, the uh, throes of the eight Sahara that the adult finds himself in and says, the gun, you have to take advantage of that and that you have to, you have to, um, be mechanichem to learn l'shem shemayim, and that will give him these resistances, these antibodies to the Yitzhahara that he'll be one step ahead of the game. He's not going to have to fight the Yitzhahara later on. He's got to battle with the Yitzhahara later on. He's already going to be resistant to the Yitzhahara. The Iker Hakol, and that's the foundation upon which everything has to be built. So let's let's stop before we go back to the beginning and put the whole paragraph together. What, what did the guy say all the way at the end? Said the guy, it's, it's critical to train your children to learn l'shem shemayim. And ignore the people that are telling you otherwise. What are they telling you otherwise? These people that are telling you otherwise, what are they in fact telling you? They're telling you, you don't have to train your child to learn? No, that's not what they're saying. Everyone will agree with that. The kid has to learn Tyra. You have to go take your kid to learn. They're telling you, the Oymrim, the people that the guy is coming to disagree with, are the people that are saying, it's not so important to make sure that your kid learns for altruistic reasons. That's not so important. It's, you don't have to make sure your kids are learning the Shem Shemaim. You have to make sure that your kids are trained to learn for the sake of heaven, for the sake of Kodesh Baruch, for the sake of the Torah itself. Just make sure your kids learn. All learning is good learning. All learning is good learning. Just get them in the door. Get them in the base medish. Get them to sit down and open up a Gemara. And, and, and don't put too much... Pressure. Yeah, pressure. And don't put too much pressure and focus 
in, in trying to make sure that they're learning L'shem Shemayim. That's like icing on the cake. That's icing on the cake to say what their motivations should be. They should be learning with pure motivations. The Oymrim that the guy is addressing, the, 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 the people that he's telling us to ignore, are those who will promote an idea of all learning is good learning and forget about the motivations, just get them hooked on learning, get them hooked on learning, even if it's what? Shalai Lishma. Shalai Lishma, because there's an idea, Chazal tells, you should learn Shalai Lishma, because Mitai Shalai Lishma, Ba Lishma. Yeah, the Lishma will come later on. Says the guy, ignore those people. These kids don't have to be exposed to learning Shalai Lishma. They're all tabula rasas, they're blank slates. They, they don't have any notions yet of why you should learn, why you shouldn't learn. Get them hooked on learning Lishma, not just get them hooked on learning. Get them hooked on learning for the right reasons. Um, and that's what you have to take advantage of. Um, and 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 that's what you have to do with the the um, the, the receptiveness that your kids have. With the, the kids have no again pro, no preconceived notions yet as to why they should be learning, why they shouldn't be learning when they're younger. So it says the guy, make sure you get them to learn l'shem shemaim. Ignore the people that are saying that as long as you're getting them to learn, that's 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 what counts. That's the end of the paragraph. Um, let's now try to put the whole shtickle together and and to. To crack this open a little bit, to get to the core, to the kishkas of what the guy is sharing with us over here in Simon Vav. what the what the yisoy is, what the theme is, and and, and uh, you know what we have to be pocketing over here in terms of giving it over to our children, being mechanech our kids properly. And the guide starts off with one idea, and he seems to conclude with a different idea. Starts off with one thought, and and it sounds like it, he wants he's developing one thought all the way through, but he kind of it sounds like on the surface that he's. That he's that he's like changing gears on us over here and switching his switching the you know the 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 niggin. Um, and, and that's what we have to take note of and I think that's what will be the the clue in the giveaway to to the the uh, message beneath the surface over here. So the going starts off by saying that there's an approach that we can all take that helps us with our tikkun hamidus, with flipping maizim ra'im into maizim taivim. And if we tap into that, you say, for our kids, it'll help our kids even more, where we have to fight the Yitzhar, and we do tikkun hamidus, so we make that weapon accessible for our children, it will help them be resistant to the Yitzhar. As we were saying earlier, that will be the the vaccination. That'll give them the immunities against the Yitzhar, because they're they're not yet, you know, as messed up as we are. They're not yet, you know, already in in the throes and at the mercy of the Yitzhar like we are. They don't have to battle the Yitzhar Yet. So what the tool, the weapon that we have to battle the Yitzhar, if you give that to your kids, that will allow them to be resistant to the Yitzhar. Now what's that tool? What's that weapon? So here's where the guy seems to shift around a little bit. In the beginning he says, medaktek belimudai, learning with diktuk. Now that's a very specific idea. Learning with diktuk means what? With precision, with, with uh, care, with meticulousness. That's diktuk, medaktik bilimudai. Be very careful when you learn. Learn with an eye to detail and learn with, with uh, diktuk advar. And he says, if you learn with diktuk, not if you learn diktuk. Nobody learns diktuk. We know we don't learn diktuk, right? But you learn with diktuk. You learn with diktuk. If you're medaktik in your limud, you learn with care, with precision. That helps us battle the Yitzhahara. And that'll help our kids have resistance to the Yitzhahara. The Yitzhahara won't even be able to get in. They'll have shlita. So he's clearly promoting the idea of learning with diktuk, being medactic. Um, there's room for us to ask, how does that work with the lambdas? Why is it being medactic in your learning helps you with your tikkun amidas? Being medactic in your learning helps you flip mice and rhyme to mice and toivim. Torah is um, tavlin, the Gemara says. Barasi Yezahar, Barasi Torah tavlin. The Torah, all Torah we would think, 
is an antidote to the Yitzhahara, is a remedy to the Yitzhahara. The guy is saying it's not all of Torah necessarily as much as it's diktok and Torah, learning carefully, learning with precision. What, what's the shot that? What's the lumpus behind that? Okay, we gotta have to ask that question. Let's leave that on the side. In any case, the weapon that ties, that, 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 that the guy is starting off with over here is learning carefully. It, when he concludes and he wraps up the same paragraph, the same thought, he says, therefore, you have to make sure you invest a lot in your kids and be mechanic them to learn. And we think he should wrap up by saying, so make sure you're mechanic your kids, even already at a young age, to learn with diktuk, to learn with precision, to learn with care and accuracy. But he doesn't say that. He concludes this thought by saying, therefore, be mechanic your kids to learn l'shem shemayim. To learn for the sake of heaven. To learn for the, for, for, the, for the glory of the Torah itself. For the sake of, of, uh, of, of, the rebind the and not for their own sake, not for their own glory, not for their own prestige. No, learn for Hashem, learn for the Torah. Um, that's a little interesting and a little unexpected. It's a little bit of a curveball because intuitively we would expect the guy to finish where he began, which is making a pitch for learning with Diktok and how important that is and what that will do for our children. You should wrap up by saying, therefore, ignore the people that say you don't have to make sure your kids are learning with Diktok. Make sure your kids learn very carefully with precision because that's what's going to protect them from the Yitzhara. But again, he's, he switches gears on us and he starts talking, he finishes this thought by talking about learning L'Shem Shemayim for Hashem as opposed to learning for yourself. Learning altruistically as opposed to learning for, for selfish reasons. So what's going on with that shift? So the, like, the two questions over here. Um, why is the guy jump around? He begins by talking about how important it is extolling the, the virtues of learning with diktuk that helps us fight the Yitzhahara, that helps our kids be resistant to the Yitzhahara. Then he jumps to a different idea, it seems, about learning the Shev Shemayim. And we're also asking, how does learning with diktuk help you all together? Why is it that specifically learning with precision is, is going to is going to uh, give us that, that, that secret weapon to help us battle the Yetzir Hara. Um, and therefore, and give our children resistance to the Yetzir Hara. So, so it's like this. Um, both questions converge on, on, on one idea over here, and that's the idea that lies at the core of this, of this shtickle, the core of this, of this simon over here in the Vilna Gain, at the core of this idea. And how to help ourselves about the Yitzhar and how to be mechanach our children. And let's begin. Let's begin with. Um, let's begin with the question of, of the lumdus over here. What's the lumdus? How does it work? And, and, and uh, what's the idea over here that when you learn with with a lot of care, you learn carefully, you learn with a lot of meticulousness, you learn with a lot of precision, that that helps a Yid fight his Yetzir Hara. How does that work? Why, 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 why if I try to make sure I really get Pshat and Taisus, then boom, now I, I can mow down the Yetzir Hara. What does one have to do with the other? The Terrence is like this. There's essentially two different approaches to learning. L'shem Shemaim, and not L'shem Shemaim, L'shman Shalai L'shma. Those are the two flavors that learning comes in. Learning for the sake of heaven, and not for the sake of heaven. What does it mean when you're learning not for the sake of heaven? It means you're learning for the sake of something else. What is that? That comes in a lot of different varieties, what you can be learning for. When you're not learning for the sake of heaven. You can be learning for a lot of different things. 
um, you'd be learning for your own prestige, right? For, like Gemara says, uh, for a person to be known as rabbi, for a person to get a steller, for a person to get smicha, for prestige, for furtherance, that could be one reason. Um, another reason is not for furtherance, not for a career advancement, but um, for for uh, for an ego boost. A person's learning; it makes him feel good about himself when he learns. It makes him feel good about himself when he um, can impress other people with his learning. It's similar, obviously related to furtherment and advancement, but not again, not 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 for the steller, not for the position, but for the for the the the, the, the ego boost for the gaiva. Person could be learning sometimes. Uh, again, for other types of gay, for, for uh, someone can be learning to impress people, not for the ego boost, but impress people to, to, to gain something for a good shidduch. Sometimes people are learning um, because everyone else is learning. You're learning to, because, uh, you know, you don't want to be that one, that one bum who didn't uh, go from Masif to the base medish. You don't want to be the bum that didn't go from base medish to, to Kailul. You don't want to be that bum that left Kailul before anyone else left Kailul. That's another reason why people could be learning. And sometimes people are learning just to get to the bottom of the page. That's another reason why sometimes people are learning. You know, it's got to get to the bottom of the page. So I'm gonna keep, I don't want to stop in the middle, so I'm going to keep learning. I want to finish the Masech in the middle. Right? Closure. Uh, people sometimes will learn for closure. You know, they get, they, uh, there's people who do that, right? I'm going to stop the Masech in the middle. I'm going to stop. I started that. I'm going to finish Shas in the middle. I'm going to stop in the middle of my practice finishing Shas. That's also uh, an element of Shalai Lashma over there. An element of Shalai Lashma, of, 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 of the need for closure, the need for coming full circle, the need for finishing something off. That, that's not, that's not L'Shem Shemaim. That's, that's a compulsive type of, of uh, drive, an obsessive compulsive type of drive. And, and, and you know, these are, there's a lot of, you know, different main categories as to why somebody could learn Shalai Lashem Shemaim, not, not, not for the sake of heaven. But invariably, invariably, and inevitably, when a person is learning not for the sake of heaven, when he's learning for any of the above purposes, the Tzad HaShavashet whether he's learning for, 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 for his ego, he's learning for um, prestige, he's learning for gain, he, he is learning um, for conformity, the Tzad HaShavashet the common denominator in every single type, every single flavor of learning improperly is that we don't want to ask this guy what his pshantosis was. We don't want to ask this guy how he came out, what his maskan in the sugi was. We don't want to ask this guy how he would pass in the shaila based on how he learned the gemara. This is the last guy you want to ask. The last guy you want to ask. And that's the common denominator between all of the above categories. Because whenever someone's learning for some other purpose, some other purpose other than clarity itself, Enlightenment itself, furtherance of the Torah itself, Hashem's own sake, if you're learning for any other purpose, you have some other objective that's pushing you, and that objective is guiding you, not, this, not, 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 the, not the quest for truth. And a person will use that as his push to get to the, you know, quote-unquote, the goal and the objective at hand, and he's, he's going to be missing things. He's going to be learning slappily. He's not going to be learning properly. He's going to be learning slappily. Because as soon as his goal is realized, that is the, the end result of what he wanted. And that's what his maskan is going to be. 
his conclusion will will conclude when his objective is realized. So that means that means it's a very frightening thing. Let's take it, you know, from 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 bottom up. A person whose sole motivation in learning is that he just wants to be able to make a siyum hadron alach. He wants to. He sees himself saying hadron alach talmud bavli. Okay, so when he reaches that goal, that's it. That 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 that's that. That is the end of his learning. He wants to be able to say, Hadron Lach Mesech is Erevin. So when he gets to the end of Erevin, so that ends his learning. His goal was just to get to the end of the Mesechta. Boom, he got to the end of the Mesechta. He got to the end of, of the Seder. He got to the end of, 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 of Shaz. So he has achieved his goal. And whatever it took for him to get there is what, is what the, the, the degree of his learning is going to look like, the qualitative degree of his learning and no, nothing more than that. And it doesn't take that much to get to the end of Masechta. It doesn't take that much really to get to the end of Shaz. Just perseverance and patience. But in terms of qualitative learning, no, it doesn't take that too much quality. So we have no idea what this guy, you know, how he understood it and what he came out with. But we do know that what, what the bare minimum that was required to get to where he wanted to go, that's what he came out with. And that's not the kind of person you want to ask for who his understanding of the Gemara was. Again, whatever, whenever there is a shaloylishma motivation, so it's going to be the path of least resistance to get to that result, the bare minimum that I need to get to that result, that is what determines how I was learning. The guy is learning for his own prestige, so whatever gives him prestige, boom, that's his level of learning, and that's where it stops. So he comes up with, a, with a, he's a, like a phenomenal lambdan, and he can come up with a phenomenal pshat, such a deep, amazing uh, impressive shot that that blows everybody away. That's the end of his of his development of the sugya when he came up with this amazing shot. That's where it stops because now he has achieved his goal. He achieved his his his, his what, what what his objective was. He has something that impresses everybody, blows everybody away, and he's done. He's done. As soon as he gets that in his hands, he's done. He doesn't go any further because he has achieved his results. He has reached. His his uh, you know the 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 finish line that he set for himself, which is to impress people. He doesn't go beyond that. He doesn't go beyond that. Um, whatever it took, the shortest path, the bare minimum that was required to come up with the most impressive pshat is where he steps. And then again, we're left wondering: so, well, Did he really come out with pshat in the sugyo? Did he come out with the correct pshat? He came out with a very impressive pshat. Is that the correct pshat? Who knows? But. But uh, we definitely are not, are not going to assume that because that's not what he was trying to do. That's not what he was trying to do. It's a frightening yesite, but it, it's, it's a very true yesite. Whenever my goal is not l'shem shemayim, I can't be trusted with, with uh, how I understood the sugyo. I can't be trusted with how I came out with uh, Don't ask that guy. Don't ask that guy what Pshat and the Gemara is because he'll tell you, well, all you're going to hear from him is the bare minimum that he needed to come up with to achieve his agenda. His agenda was to impress people. His agenda was to impress his chavrusa. His agenda was to uh, Im- Im- impress his father-in-law. His agenda was to Im- impress the, uh, the, uh, you know, the, um, the people that he had to give a submit a model lesson plan to. As soon as he has, has achieved that, then he stops. He's done. But you're never going to come out with the correct shot in the Gemara when, excuse me, you have an artificial goal and you stop when you reach that artificial goal because that's never going to give you the MS. It's just going to give you your goal. If a person wants to really have shot in the Gemara, he has to make the Gemara itself his focus. He has to make the MS his focus. He has to have 
is sight set on the truth and nothing but the truth. Not about who can be the loudest guy in the base medrash. Not about who's going to win, me or my chavrusa. Not about, you know, is everyone going to give me a pshh? It's about, is this really the pshat? Is this really the pshat? Let me let's see again and again. It's not about, did, did I make it to the end of the page? Did I finish off all the marim akaymas? That's another way of learning sholay l'shmod. Did I, did I knock off everything that's on the sheet? This Check, 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 check. That's learning l'shem shemayim, Rabbi Yisrael. Oh, that's ridiculous. Check, 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 check. That means I got through the whole sheet. That's an objective. That's an agenda. And that's not l'shem shemayim. That's not trying ebas. That means, again, I'm going to take the path of least resistance instead of checking off everything on the sheet. That's all I did. That's all I did. Was I medactic? Did I really try to figure out, is this the Emerson, what everyone is saying? Not if I have a different goal, not if I have a different objective, not if I have a different agenda. It's a very frightening idea. The only way we can really be guaranteed that you came close to the Emerson is if that's your goal. I just want to know the Emerson. Is this really the Pshat? What's Tysus really saying? What's the Rajba really saying? What's the Ran really saying? What's the Gemara really saying, according to Tysus and according to the Rajba and according to the Ran? What's the Shulchan Aruch really saying? How does the Shulchan Aruch really understand this? Not, not as opposed to, how can I understand the Shulchan Aruch? How can I move on to the next source over here? That's learning Shaloy Lashma. When I learn Lashma, we flip that around. And is this really what the Shulchan Aruch is saying? Rebind Shalom, help me understand the Shulchan Aruch. Rebind Shalom, help me understand the, the Rishonim over here. When my focus, my goal is to find the MS, then I'll find the MS, and then I can be trusted to, to, to uh, as a source. People come to me and say, Nu, how did you learn the Sugya? Because the only thing that I was trying to do was, was, was learn the Sugya and understand the Sugya. This is the guy that will come to and ask how he understood the Taisas because that's all he wanted to do is just understand the Taisas. This is the guy that can ask him how he would pass in Halacha based on the Sugya because that's all he really wanted to do. As opposed to the person who has agendas and who has other goals and who other, has other objectives in mind. So this is... Immediately we see that the two ideas very much go hand in hand. Learning L'Shem Shemaim is learning with Diktuk. And learning Shaloi L'Shemah is always going to be learning with that Diktuk. The two ideas are intertwined and inextricably linked. If I'm learning for the right purposes, for the discovery of Emes, I'm going to be learning with meticulousness. I'm not going to be in a rush. I'm not going to be moving and moving and moving, constantly hacking my way through Shas. I do that when what? When, when I have an agenda and I want to achieve something. So as soon as I've achieved that, weiter, 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 weiter. That's always an indicator that it's there to feed something else. I'm not going to learn with Diktuk because I'm looking for something very specific, for furtherance, for a boost, for whatever it may be. And when I find it, I go on. Learning L'Shem Shemayim always comes with learning with diktuk, learning with precision, learning with meticulousness. Because that's all I want. I want to find the MS. I'm not going to find the MS unless I'm very much medactic. Okay, so this helps us understand how those two concepts go hand in hand. There's, uh, there's still a lot that has to be spoken at and developed in this paragraph. It's late. We will hit the pause button over here. Or maybe the send button. We'll hit the send button over here. And we will resume tomorrow, Mitz Hashem. We will wrap this up and, and, and bring this back into Chinuch, bring this back into our kids, and hopefully bring this back into our own lives as well. Um, uh, all that and more, Mitz Hashem. Tomorrow we'll do the second half. Thank you.